Hey y'all, and welcome to Mother Tougher. I'm Lindsay, just your average mama who likes to keep it real. Let's get into the complicated, the hilarious, and the downright hard as we tackle being a tougher mother. Hey Mother Tougher's, how are you doing? We're going to check in with our mamas and our dads and whatever. Let's check in with each other real quick and just see how each of us is doing. If you haven't heard from one of your mom or dad friends in a little while, maybe time to reach out and say, hey, how are you? I know that the parenting, especially with littles, is so hard. Parenting is just hard, but so fulfilling. Oh, so fulfilling. Oh, so fulfilling, and though I tend to get to the end of the week, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have not reached out to anybody. I haven't spoken to anybody, and some of my friends that are a little bit further along in some of their stages, and even my mom will reach out and check on me, and I'm so grateful for that, and I need to definitely be doing that to some of my other mom friends and be a better friend. So I need to call myself out on that, but just check in. So this last week has been weird. A lot of sinus stuff because everything's yellow outside right now in the spring. And I, if my volume of how I'm talking sounds a little little off, um, I have so much fluid built up on my ears that in my left side, I can barely hear. And in my right, it's trying to compete and catch up with the other one. So that's how my week's going. We're just uh full of it, full of fluid, full of, full of everything. Right now, it is a Saturday, almost evening. I'm sitting on the couch with my youngest, my new baby, 10 weeks old. My three other kids, 15, 13, and four, almost five, are playing outside while my husband's power washing some of the house. So if there's some background noise, something weird y'all hear, it's probably him out there power washing. So how are y'all doing? What have y'all been up to? So just checking in. Let's jump into today's episode. Today, I just wanted to jump in and talk a little bit about myself. I've recorded a couple episodes before and just kind of as some initial like fillers. I am a podcast lover. I listen to podcasts every day. I don't really listen to music much anymore because I have so many different podcasts that I follow. I just love them so much. Um, I think one of the big things that I really like about podcasts is I'm a stay-at-home mom. And so I don't get a lot of adult interaction. So it's almost like the people that I listen to on the podcast are like my friends. And I even catch myself sometimes talking back (laughs) to them. Do y'all ever do that? When you're listening to someone, you're like, yes, girl, yes. Or is it just me? Maybe just be me. I am a uh, definite introvert. I am kind of a recluse, I guess, too. 
I stay home a lot. I don't get out much. I don't have many people that I know that live near me. Those that do live near me um, are super busy too. So, you know, we're all moms. And there might be some dads listening. So, hey to y'all too. Not just, if I say moms a lot, I really, I'll try to switch it to parents. But I'll probably catch myself saying moms more. Just being a mom. I do have a friend within 30 minutes of me. I have a friend down the street from me. She is a mom of pretty much adult children. Her youngest is going to be an adult this summer. And so she's going to be an empty nester soon. And I know, um, but we'll get into that dynamic soon too. I'll talk about a little bit about that. But I want to jump into getting to know me so y'all know who y'all are listening to. I am a 35-year-old mom, stepmom, stay-at-home mom, organization enthusiast, and YouTube lover. I love watching YouTube. I've even dabbled in making some videos just because it's fun. I need a creative outlet here and there. Um, it's. I guess that would be how I got into starting to record a podcast was... I've listened to other mom podcasts, and I think there's so many different types and dynamics to momming, stepmomming, that there's always an open spot, and I'm hoping that I fulfill a piece for somebody out there, so I'm excited to um, begin this, and if I say um a lot, I do apologize. It's how I fill in pauses and I'm going to work on it. But I noticed when I was like kind of rough draft talking about some stuff, I said it a lot. So I'm going to really try not to, but I make no guarantees here. I'm going to try. So I would have to say when it comes to parenting style, everyone, every mom that I know parents a little different. I would say that I parent um, disciplined and strict. Those would be like my parenting styles. I didn't know really about parenting styles until I watched the show, The Parent Test. Have y'all watched that? I watched it on Hulu. Uh, We don't do regular cable. So I watch it on there and I... I really enjoyed it because it taught me so many different ways of approaching different scenarios and issues in parenting and different challenges you're going to meet. It touched on so many different ways that you could approach it. And even when those maybe those parenting approaches failed, you still saw where maybe that same parenting style could have won. And you also see the different parenting styles, even though like I'm a strict and disciplined parent, I, that's the foundation of my parenting, right? But my parenting of each child that I have is different. So I have four kids. I have a 15-year-old girl, 13-year-old girl, four-year-old boy, and a 10-week-old girl. So 
how do you have so many kids and the ages are so spread out? Oh, I'm so glad you asked because let me tell you. My 15 and 13-year-old daughters are my bonus babies. They are my husband's daughters from a previous relationship. And we'll dive more into that as little pieces of that relationship are probably going to come up here and there in different topics. And when I bring other people on, I have some amazing friends that I want to bring on and talk to them about their parenting journeys as well. So I want this to really be a mom and stepmoms. I want it to be something really where, you know, it can come together. I see so many times like the stepmom podcast and the mom podcast are kind of separate. I really want to bring it together. I'm not hating on it because I do love my stepmom podcast and my mom podcast. I love them so much. Um, Excuse me. I, I did again. I said, um, again, golly. Don't take a shot every time I say it because y'all are going to go to the hospital. But anyway, <laughs> so and then my four-year-old and my new baby is ours baby with my husband. So let's dial it back. How did I meet my husband? All that fun stuff. So I met my husband in 2013 um, by the fate of the internet. So we met online and (laughs) that's how that started. He was a super busy single dad. His girls were with him a hundred percent of the time. Um, so he's full-time single dad working hard. We lived about two hours apart from each other. When we met, I was a store manager at the time we met. I was a assistant manager for a pharmacy store and I was floating and filling in. So I would help with inventories or I would help when a manager went on maternity leave and things like that. So I helped with different things. And then, so then I soon after became my, I got my own store, became my own store manager. I did kind of like redevelopment of employees. So people would send me some troubled supervisors and things, and I would either get them to quit or get them to get get it together, whatever. It is what it is. I enjoyed it, though. I enjoyed the challenges of it. But anyway, I met him in 2013 online. We met each other within a couple months after we started talking. Um, I did it again. Don't take a shot. So... We dated on and off. We were two hours apart. I was really busy working like 70, 80 hour weeks. He was crazy busy having the kids on the weekend. So we would try to get together without the kids because I didn't want to meet the kids and he didn't want me to meet the kids until we knew we were serious. So I didn't meet the kids until 2015. We met at a public place. Um, It was me just as dad's friend. We went to the uh, drag strip and watched the um, nitro, nitro, nitro bikes. Anyway, at that time, my husband worked for a motorcycle company. So, met them in 2015. I ended up moving in in 2016 in the fall. So, the youngest one was six at the time. The older one was nine. 
And it was about a month and a half before the six-year-old turned seven. So they were both in elementary school when I came in. The, just to set up a picture here, the older one had seen her parents together, but the younger one had not because they had pretty much been out and the mother had left in 2011, um, but 100% at the beginning of 2012. It's weird. I don't know. Not my complete story to tell. I only know bits and pieces. But she watched them every now and then, would help watch them during the day, especially when the younger one wasn't in school yet. And then just every now and then on weekends, we would be able to see each other every so many months sometimes. So we just kept it really casual. And that's why we didn't really get serious until kind of 2015. And then really serious, of course, in 2016. And then I ended up moving in and starting school full time a couple months after that. And then we got pregnant not too far after that in 2017. So right before I actually found out I was pregnant on my 30th birthday in 2017. So that was pretty exciting. Exciting birthday. And um, so I became full-time mom, full-time stepmom right then and there. So I really tried to navigate and be a support to my husband and the kids. So that was like my number one thing um, while trying to set up boundaries with the mother, trying to navigate that relationship to not overstep, not overdo. Just remember though, that I came into a household where my husband needed me. He needed my help. He, you know, if I was going to come into it, I kind of took over certain things to alleviate some of that stress off of him. That's what you do as a partner so my role as a full-time stepmom is not your typical stepmother relationship because I feel like most stepmoms are the 50-50 stepmom, 2-2-5 stepmoms, um, every other weekend stepmoms. You see more of the 50-50 and the 2-2-5s now, thank goodness, but you still see a lot that have the every other weekend I come from a state where the mother is um, normally awarded more time than the father. So I can understand, and I, being with a father, I can understand the court system and being so stressed and scared to try to push for more that you're scared that it's going to be taken away from you instead of awarded to you. So the court systems with the dad, um, not equal to the mother's. Luckily in our situation, the mother gave up physical custody and later on legal custody of the girls, um, during mediation, not even in court. We didn't have to go to court. Um, and I shouldn't say we, I should say my husband, cause he's the one who did that, but we'll dive into that some more. So, Tons of stories around that too. 
but I'm a stay-at-home mom part two. This I'm part two stay-at-home mom. So I was a stay-at-home mom whenever I was pregnant. I was going to school full-time, though, for criminal justice. I do have an associate's in criminal justice. I never got to go forward and get my bachelor's, um, only because of some things that have happened with what was needed for my family. So I applaud anybody that can be a parent and still go to school and get that done. I would love to go back later on, but right now it's just not the time. And that's fine because I'll get, I'll get it done later or I will find something else that I love doing just like this. So this is my creative outlet and being able to talk about things that I go through and hopefully that helps other people that are going through that because a full-time stepmom journey is very different. I'm also a bio mom, of course, of young children. So, so many different things to touch on when it comes to my journey as a parent. The first time I was a stepmom, like I was saying, I was pregnant with my son. I was doing PTA things with the girls. They were in elementary school. And what I was making part-time because I was going to school full-time was going to be going to childcare. So, it just wasn't worth it. So, I just... Stayed at home, kept the house up, did all the cooking, did all the cleaning, did all the kids stuff, did PTA stuff, volunteer work, and I grew a, grew a human during that time. Went back to work um, when my son was about three months as a substitute teacher because it matched up with the girl's schedule. It matched up with my friend who watched my son her kids' schedule, because they were all in school at that time. Not the youngest one, but her older two were in school. So that really helped me. She was down the street from me. She actually watched the girls when they were little. So just having someone you can trust. I am now a stay-at-home mom again just over the past couple of months because of uh, crappy daycares. Shout out to the amazing daycares out there because there are so many people that just should not be in childcare. So I uh, applaud everybody who actually enjoys working in childcare and does right by the kids. So we took our son out of daycare recently because of um, some things my son was telling me. A teacher had quit that hadn't been there long, reached out to us. This is a whole thing. And, uh, Let's just say I don't want to put him back in any daycare and I did not want to definitely don't want to put my newborn in daycare until she can speak up for herself. We live in a smaller town and a kind of like it's a county built up of small towns and that's where we live. So our access to daycares is kind of minimal compared to someone who lives in a larger city. So when you've had two daycares that my son has been to, one, he was there for over two years and there was abuse allegations that were taken to court and filed and found to be true. I don't know if it happened to my son. He hasn't said anything. I don't know. He probably saw stuff. I could only imagine in the two years when people that worked there knew about it, no one spoke up. I mean, horrible situation. And then you see all this stuff on the news now. It is, it's hard to just 
put your trust in someone. And a lot of the daycares at where we are don't have cameras, don't have the security put in place. It, it, I don't know. We are living in a scary world, people, and not to get dark or anything. But that is why I, we took our son out. We're not putting him back in. Um, I said it again. Goodness grief, Lindsay. I cannot stop saying um. He starts kindergarten in the fall. So my first baby will be starting kindergarten in the fall. It's crazy to think about. So yeah, he'll be he'll be starting kindergarten. My oldest one is going to be in high school, so she's basically going to be in 11th grade but taking like 12th grade classes. And then my middle schooler will be in her last year of middle school. She'll be in 8th grade. It is crazy to think about that because I will have three kids in three different school age groups and then one at home. So we've got them spread out, which is nice too. I can't imagine having all my kids young together. Is it easier or is it harder than having them all? Because having them spread out like I do is sometimes is sometimes really nice. So, but yeah, so we're on my stay-at-home mom journey part two. <laughs> And one thing that I am not doing, I don't know if it's going to be a permanent thing, but as of right now, I'm not using names. My name is Lindsay. I will use my name, but I'm not using my husband's name and I'm not using my kids' names. The awesome thing though is I can say my 15-year-old, I can say my 13-year-old, my four-year-old, I can say my son because my son's the only boy, my four-year-old, and then the baby, of course, my little girl. And so... I'll be talking about them like that. I won't really be using any sort of names just to keep some autonomy. (laughs) Definitely want to keep some things just to myself right now as we grow in this podcast journey. But that's a little bit about me. So I am 35-year-old stay-at-home mom. I'm a Christian mom, but I also, um, I cuss a little. I love a good play on words, y'all should know that as the name of the podcast being Mother Tougher. And that brings me into our closing segment. So that's my WTF moment of the week. And whoa, that's funny. So not the other. So my whoa, that's funny WTF moment of the week. Let's go ahead and jump into that and get this thing closed out. Because I'm sure y'all have got stuff to do too. Y'all are done getting ready or you have finished your drive. You have dropped those babies off at school. Let's let's get this closed out. So my WTF moment of the week is brought to you by my four-year-old son. I have a feeling that a lot of my WTF moments of the week are going to be from my son. So, because he's four years old, it's hilarious. So, he was talking to me about planets. He built a spaceship or rocket, I should say. He built a rocket. He was showing it to me, and I said, where is it going? And he said, to the smallest planet. I said, which one's the smallest planet? He said, Mercury is the smallest planet in the solar system. I said, oh, my goodness, you are a genius. I might be biased, but to me... My son's a genius. 
He said Mercury Mercury is the smallest planet in the solar system. I had to Google it because this is sad. When we were in school, the smallest planet was Pluto, and now that's been. Now people are saying that's not a planet; it's a moon. Why well, shouldn't say people are saying it? I guess scientists are saying it. Y'all, don't come at me for this. So anyway, Mercury is the smallest planet in the solar system, and then. He said, do you know which one is the hottest planet? And I said, which one's the hottest planet, babe? He said, penis. Penis is the hottest planet in the solar system. I said, uh-huh. I said, honey, I don't think there's a planet named penis. And he said, no, it's penis. Penis is the hottest planet. And I was like, well, penis is a body part because you pee from it. It's, it is a, it is a not a planet. And sidebar here, we use the correct terminology in our home, so I apologize. Might have to put um, me on when your kids are not in the car because sometimes that does come out because I do try to use correct terms. But anyway, found out he was meaning, meaning Venus. Venus is the hottest planet in the solar system. So he had been watching a show about the solar system where he had learned all of these goodies. But just so you know, Venus is the hottest planet in the solar system, not penis. Penis is what you pee out of if you are a male. So knowledge is power. <laughs> My four-year-old just, oh, man, I was I was cracking up. I even shared it on Facebook because I thought it was so funny. So that is my WTF moment of the week. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode, getting to know a little bit about me. And I hope to see y'all back next week, you mother tuffers.